Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is Play by Play coming to you live here on this Wednesday. Casey Gisclair here. We've got a fun show coming your way. It's our usual Wednesday show. All sorts of things that we'll be talking about today. We're going to give you a rundown of the Tuesday local high school basketball results, of which there were plenty. Um, After I finish sneezing, we'll give you the local high school basketball results. I'm feeling much better. My voice is much better. Could actually talk a little bit today. Still dealing with some nasal, throat, sinus stuff, but that's okay. We'll make it work. We'll be here until 1 o'clock. Um, I've got Brody Williams lined up in the next segment of the show. Coach Brody and the South Lafouche Tarpons got a big win over Ellender last night. We'll chat with Coach Brody about that game and about some of the things the Tarpons are looking to do heading into the final stretch run of the season. Going into the postseason. At noon, we're going to talk about uh, Derek Carr, some things happening in professional sports, maybe a little Super Bowl reaction, maybe a little Pelicans, kind of a little variety pack segment. 12-15, we've got Taylor Griffin who will be joining us. The Turtle will be talking with us about Tarpon basketball. You know what we do. We're going to talk WWE, and we're going to get into the weeds. We'll talk about everything in that segment. Then at the bottom of the show, we've got our mailbag. We've got our betting picks. Then we'll get out of Dodge. On this Wednesday. But first, we open up the scorebook uh, from last night. These are only boys basketball results. Um, not discriminating or alienating the girls. The girls are in the playoffs. So these are only single-header games. The girls are waiting for the postseason, which will begin tonight. Um, in 5A, Hanville gets a win, 57-53 over Central Lafouche. Uh, you just feel for Central Lafouche, man. They have been so close. So many times they have had so many opportunities to get big breakout wins. They've had so many opportunities to to get you know themselves in position to really you know make make a push, try to get into the playoffs. Just not going to work out. The Trojans are going to miss the postseason. Uh, they fall fifty seven fifty three last night against Hanville. Destrehan gets clobbered by East St. John sixty one to thirty seven. East St. John gets a win. The rumor on the street is that East St. John added a guy or two here down the stretch. Maybe got some, I don't know, the circumstances. I don't know if it's a transfer. I don't know if it's a guy who got re-eligible after maybe being ineligible. I don't know exactly what happened, but I understand. Or maybe just a kid got healthy. But East St. John apparently has added some guys in the second half of district. And uh, from what I'm told, they're a different team now, and they're really good. They put it on Destrehan last night. We had uh, Terrebonne get a about a 7-10 to 10 point win against Thibodeau. The score's not reported, but I just spoke with Shane Horner, the assistant coach at Terrebonne. He told me that they did beat Thibodeau last night. So despite that score not being reported on the LHSA site, I can confirm to you all that Terrebonne did beat Thibodeau last night and got a win. Now we go to 4A. Vanderbilt gets an 80-66 to 66 win over Assumption and a bit of a shootout. Teams go run back and forth, up and down, at one another. Vanderbilt gets an 80-66 to win over Assumption. In a game that you were able to hear right here on KLEB, South Lafouche gets a 54-50 to win over Ellender. Big, big win for the Tarpons last night, taking care of Ellender. South Lafouche hadn't beat Ellender since Gibby Talbot was an Ellender Patriot. That's a long time. That's a long, long time. The Tarpons get a four-point win over the Ellender Patriots. Talking to some of the coaches, Brody Williams was actually saying he doesn't think they've beat Ellender since he played for South Lafouche. So it just goes to show the length of time that it's been. 
Um, Daniels scored 27. Tarpon's got big shots from Jacob Kirall, Nicholas Coleman, Hayden Colley got a big steal late. Total team effort against an Ellender team that, boy, they're just struggling, man. Just just have never. We waited all year long for Ellender to make this big run and win like 10 out of 11 or go 15-2 and two in a 17-game stretch. It just ain't happening. They just don't have that type of gear. They don't have a lot of size. Um, just not the same Ellender team that we'd seen in years past. They play hard. They compete. They're certainly not bad, but it's just not the same. Lutcher gets a 61-55 to win over Morgan City last night, so Lutcher gets the win over the Morgan City Tigers. So our local 4A district now sets up like this. If South Lafouche beats Vanderbilt, they will clinch at least a share of the district title. Now, there's a chance for the Tarpons to win the district outright. If Ellender beats Lutcher on Friday and South Lafouche beats Vanderbilt, then South Lafouche is going to win the district outright. Both they and Vanderbilt would have one loss each, and the Tarpons would have beat Vanderbilt head-to-head. Now, of course, if Vanderbilt beats South Lafouche, they're going to be undefeated. They'll win the district outright. So either way, the district matchup between Vanderbilt and South Lafouche on Friday, a game which you'll be able to hear right here on KLEB, will have big district implications. And, of course, if you win district, you get one whole PowerPoint. So that's a big opportunity to really better yourself. In 3A, St. James gets a 60-55 to win over Berwick. Good win for them. Patterson gets a 52-43 to win over Donaldsonville. Good win for the Lumberjacks. We move to 2A, home of Christian School. Falls to South Plaquemin, 41-37. Good win for South Plaque over home of Christian. Home of Christian was looking like they were going to maybe get into the postseason, but they've kind of limped home here. They've lost some tough ones down the stretch. South Plaquemin gets a... A four-point win on the road. It's an impressive win to go out to Homer Christian and get that one. Central Catholic, Morgan City gets a 54-42 to win over Vermilion Catholic. And Generet pounces CCA 77-22. to So good win for Generet over Covenant Christian Academy. Our boys basketball season wraps up. Regular season, that is, wraps up on Friday. Um... I guess on Saturday, technically, is whenever it wraps up. But we've got a bunch of girls' basketball playoff matchups over the next couple of days. Starting tonight, you've got the Ellender Patriots. If you're in the local area, going out to Terrebonne High School tonight, I'll be out there. It's a Division II non-select playoff game. You've got the Ellender Patriots who are going to be hosting Assumption. The game starts at 7 o'clock over at Terrebonne High School. Ellender trying to defend their state championship against an Assumption team that's really stingy. Assumption plays really hard, really tough. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Ellender and Assumption, a couple weeks ago they played. Ellender beat them close, but it was a hard-fought competitive game. The Patriots are going to try to repeat that trick tonight. Also tonight, Central Lafouche will be in action. They're traveling to take on Ponchatoula. The Lady Trojans are a decisive underdog in that game. Um, but who knows? Who knows, man? Like, go on the road and make it happen. Central Lafouche has played close to some of the best teams in the state at times this year. Go on the road and make it happen. We're rooting for them. Hopefully, they're able to go on the road and put together a strong performance, but it's going to be tough because Ponchatoula is an incredible team. I saw John Curtis earlier this season against South Lafouche. thought they were exceptional. Well, Ponchatoula beat John Curtis by 13. So it just goes to show the type of opponent that they'll be up against tonight. But the score starts 0-0 every game. Got to go out there. You ain't got to beat them for the last three months worth of results. You got to just beat them tonight. 
Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break on play-by-play. We're going to Brody Williams of South Lafouche High School. I know Brody's proud. The Tarpons got a big win last night over Ellender. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. Terrio, Douay, and Terrio. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio, Douay, and Terrio to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio, Douay, and Terrio at 475 5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Thibodeau.
Welcome back here to Play by Play. Casey Jiskler here. We go to the phone lines for the first time. We try to have Brody Williams on every Wednesday when we can. So we get him on the line now for his usual Wednesday time slot. Coach Brody and his team got a big win over Ellender last night. Coach, what's good, man? Good morning. Good morning, Casey. Doing good. How y'all doing? Doing great, bro. Uh, big one for your team last night. You had taken on Ellender twice this season. Came up on the wrong end of it both times, but last night in the tank, down the stretch, you guys made some winning plays, finished the game at the free throw line, got some big putbacks, and it was a great, great win for your team, keeping your district championship hopes alive, brother. Yeah, you know, the kids were super excited. It was a, uh, it was a great atmosphere, and uh, you know, want to thank all the fans for getting loud and and packing the tank. And it was a, uh, it was definitely a fun game, exciting. You know, back and forth. Uh, one I'm gonna definitely remember. Uh, it's always a great feeling to wake up. On Wednesday morning, you know, after the win, and I kind of had a little pep in my step, and um, hopefully today, you know, gave the kids uh, a boost of confidence, and we could take that confidence going forward uh, into Friday night's game. You know, you face Ellender, you're thinking, okay, it's going to be 32 minutes of pressing, and we're going to have to handle the pressure, and we're going to have to limit our turnovers, and they pressed you a little bit, but really not a whole lot. They were kind of committed and dedicated to that matchup zone, trying to pack the paint try to keep a bunch of bodies on BJ. They had BJ guarded front, back, side to side at times, two, three, you know, players in front of him, next next to him. Um, and it really changed the way the speed of the game was played. It was a much more slower pace. And um, I don't know, man, what did you think? Were you a little bit surprised by the game plan that they had coming in? Yeah, I, I was going into the game fully expecting, you know, full court pressure, man-to-man uh, -man in the half court, ball pressure, trapping in the half court, which they did some of that, like you said, in spurts. But uh, I thought the tempo was definitely in our favor. Um, low scoring, a lot of uh, patient possessions, limited possessions, and it played out into our favor, you know, in the end. In the end. And, um, I mean, they had a great game plan. We, they limited BJ a lot in the first half and told the kids, if you, you know, we're going to have to make some outside shots. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. We got to have to make shots from the outside, and we were, we've been kind of cold since we've been back in our our normal uh, our home gym. You know, we shot better at Central Lafourche, and uh, hopefully last night it kind of broke the seal. And uh, Jacob Hero hit a few threes. Nick Colbert hit a three. Somebody made like maybe six or seven threes. Which if, if going forward, that's how they're going to play BJ inside. Um, we're going to have to make some shots from the outside to extend the zone. Uh, but yeah, definitely in our favor, and um, I'm I'm proud of the way our team executed in the end of the game. Um, you know, it could have went either way, and we just so happened to come out on the on the victorious side. Jacob told me after the game, he said, "Look, man, like I hadn't even really been making him in practice a whole lot." And he said, "You know, it was mental. It was a struggle. Like I just had to get over it. I had, had just had to climb over that hurdle." And then he told me that when he saw that first one go in, it was like, "All right." I'm a shooter. I can make shots. And then, boy, he made another one and then another one. And I think he ended up with four three-pointers in the game. He was huge for you last night. Talk about how good it felt seeing your, your your shooter start to find that rhythm again from deep. Yeah, that happens almost every year. You know, good shooters are, you know, they go in slumps sometimes. And um, a lot of times it's not even that they're not getting reps. It's just they can be different factors, you know, that – the the way they the feel on the ball feels a little different. I was watching him during warmups. I could see him just getting upset with himself because he kept missing. And you know, I didn't go talk to him because I didn't want to get too much in his head. But 
I figured it, it, it's going to come. I mean, I was hoping it was this game, but I was like, if it's not this game, then hopefully next game he could catch far. And, you know, it just so happened that he started to make some shots this game. And I think, like you said, it's a big confidence booster for him. And um, I think going forward, uh, I, I, he's going to start making some more shots. And he's definitely going to have to make some uh, some Friday night. Uh, and uh, In practice, we're going to keep repping it. We're going to keep giving him a lot of reps, uh, a lot of shooting going forward, you know, saving their legs. So um, going into the latter half of the season, we're going to have to shoot the ball well from the outside. Ellender had Daniel swarmed, and in the last minute and 15, he still found a way to score eight points, bro. He was getting to the line, getting rebounds, converting at the line. When Kale missed a free throw late, he got a putback, which was huge, one of the plays of the game, if not the play of the game. And all in all, you know, we're over here talking about how good of a job Ellender did guarding him, and they did. He still scored 27 points, man. It's incredible. You could shade all of your defensive attention that way, and he's still going to give you 30. He He's just so strong. and We were talking about that yesterday. He's just so strong, and he plays above the rim, and he's a special talent. I, I was telling you yesterday, um, you know, when I went back and do some of his highlights for the highlight tape, you know, I always look at it from a coach's standpoint and stuff, but I was looking from the – from the highlight standpoint, like looking for his good plays and stuff. And I was just amazed at some of the stuff he really actually does in the game. I mean, his putbacks, the way he rebounds the ball above the rim, the way he could finish inside with, through contact. A lot of he's having contact. They call some of them. They don't call all of them. Um, he's definitely a, a luxury to have. He can score inside, outside, in the open court when they press. And it's hard for teams to press us, um, you know, because at any time he could take it streak the middle, get a pass, and he can penetrate and go coast to coast and dunk it or, or score a layup. So definitely a luxury to have, and um, uh, he's proven why he's one of the best, if not the best player in the tri-parish area by far. Let's talk about your senior night, man. You got uh, you said goodbye uh, for home games at least to several seniors last night. Um, I know it's a group that means a lot to you, bro. It's going to forever be your first senior group. It's a group that's given you a chance this year, that's been receptive to, you know, you coming in and bringing in some new ideas and, you know, everything like that. Talk about those boys and what they mean to you, man. It was an emotional night, and they cashed it in with a big, big win. Yeah, you know, like you said, I'm always going to remember them, and you learn a lot uh, every year. But you know, this year was definitely a big learning curve from my end, and, and those those guys helped every step of the way, and they were very receptive um, to, to coaching and uh, you know, some days better than others, but overall, I think we we did some pretty good things this year. And uh, I, I, I can't, you know, they like to joke around and, and and make jokes and stuff. And we have a good time. You know, when we're serious, you know, it's time to be serious. But when uh, whenever we play around, it's always fun to be around them. And they're a good good group of kids. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, when they when they start becoming dads and. And, you know, they start going out in the workforce and they come back and they say, you know, Coach, um, you know, I really miss high school basketball because at this age you don't really think about it. You just always on to the next thing. But one day they're going to realize that they missed it and they're going to come back and say, man, remember that year we did this? Or remember when we beat Ellender in the tank? And that's all going to make memories. And I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to keeping that relationship with them. Got a chance to uh, perhaps clinch a share of the district championship on Friday if you could beat Vanderbilt. They're incredible. Um, they are very similar to Ellender in terms of the makeup of their roster to be a bunch of guards, maybe a little quicker, maybe a little faster, maybe a little more explosive. How do you slow down Vanderbilt in their gym on Friday? Yeah, we're going to have to make sure we play uh, team basketball. 
uh, especially defensively, we're going to have to communicate, limit their penetration, and they, they all can score. They all can handle the ball. Uh, we On offense, we're going to have to slow the game down, not allow them to get live ball turnovers. Uh, a lot like how we our game plan for Allen, you know, keep keep the game low scoring, try to keep it in the 40s, 50s. Uh, if it gets to the 60s, 70s, that's not in our favor, and uh, we want to feed them, you know, feed our guys inside, get a lot of uh, points in the paint, and uh, possible fouls to get at the free throw line. Uh, one of our biggest things is always trying to make more free throws than our opponents take, and uh, that's something we're going to try to. Uh, try to accomplish by getting the ball inside and, and attacking them uh, near the rim. I want to shout out one of your seniors, bro. Uh, Hayden Kiley last night had a couple of turnovers against the press, and you guys went with Titan Alamal for a stretch there. But he comes back in the game, and, like, he wasn't pouting. He wasn't hanging his head. He wasn't, you know, trying to do too much. And at the end of the game, he makes one of the plays of the game, jumping in front of Ellender's free throw break, getting a steal at midcourt, getting fouled, making a free throw, giving you the lead. Bro, that was a lot of character. Because, look, it would have been easy to say, oh, man, it's a senior. I'm, I'm a senior. It's senior night. Coach pulled me out. It would have been easy to shut down. He didn't do that, and he made some big plays for you down the stretch, man. I'm sure you have to be really proud of him. Yeah, I was super proud. I look back at uh, Coach Crosby on the bench, and I'm like, you know, that, that's probably one of the moments in the game that I felt one of the proudest because it's something we went over in practice. And we knew it was coming, and we, we kind of stopped it all game. And, you know, one of those little things that, you know, a lot of people might not realize, just a free throw break, you know, what's the big deal with that? And it ended up potentially winning us the game because we knew where they were going with it, and uh, we stole it. I mean, and hats off to Hayden. He executed, and he didn't, like, he, he remembered the whole game. Every time he was going with a guy, you know, where the guy was going on the sideline, and he was he was cutting the pass off, and, Especially in a big moment like that, he remembered, got the steal, and uh, that was one of the one of the prouder moments I was uh, in that game because of the just the execution and you know, that showed that they they listened, they took the coaching, and they uh, and they executed it very well. Good stuff, brother. Thanks so much for the time. We'll see you on Friday, partner. All right, appreciate it, Casey. See y'all then. Yep, that's Coach Brody Williams at South Lafouche doing a good job. He was fired up last night, man. Um, it was really cool to see Brody fired up and excited. It was really cool to see Bryce uh, Gidry, who's Brody's really good friend, at the scores table after the game went, fire, uh, went, went final, standing up and, like, cheering and fired up for his guy. Um, good win. Good win last night. That was a total team effort. It's easy for people to get enamored with. And, look, I fall guilty of it sometimes, too. Oh, Daniels had did this. Daniels did that. And, he, and the reality is he scored 27 of the 54 points. He was, he was unbelievable. But without the shooting of Curell, without the first half plays in the paint by Nick Coleman, without the defensive work of Kale, without you know some of the contributions of all the players, Alamal played well. Without all those contributions, this result doesn't go the way that it does. So the Tarpons are 4-1 in district, have an opportunity to potentially win a share of the district on Friday. It'll be a Herculean task, a big challenge, but I ain't betting against those guys when you got Brandon Daniels, they're going to be in position. They're going to have an opportunity. It'll be a fun game. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll comb the world of sports and see if there's anything that catches our eye. It is play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. 
It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60 months 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good to April 3rd. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. If you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. State Bank and Trust Company has provided Cajun banking served just the way you like it for now 70 years. State Bank offers a wide variety of modern conveniences without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all know and love. So stop by today and get a taste of Cajun banking and be met by a smiling, familiar face who loves our area as much as you do. That State Bank and Trust Company still standing strong after 70 years of loyal service to our community. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. 
It's the President's Day Sales Event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. In the next segment of the show, we'll go to Taylor Griffin, our broadcast partner here on Coastal Broadcasting. We'll ask him about all sorts of stuff that the turtle is seeing in the world of the high school sports. And we'll talk about the Super Bowl and a little wrestling and everything in between. Um, this segment, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I don't have a clue what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to just look through the headlines and see anything that that meets my eye there's a whole lot going on in the world of sports today so let's dive right in in the nba tonight the new orleans pelicans are taking on the los angeles lakers um it's a big opportunity for the pelicans uh to beat a lakers team that's going to have lebron james back look new orleans is in a is in a very dicey situation and People say that I'm a hater. People say that I don't like the Pelicans. And people say whatever it is that they want to say, that that's up to them. That's your own prerogative. You could say whatever you want about me. But I'm calling it like it is. This is a team that is in danger of missing the playoffs completely. They're, they've got a two-game cushion right now. They're 30-28. and 28. They're the seven seed currently. You've got to stay in the top 10. The Lakers, I think, are going to make a little bit of a charge. They've gotten better. They've retooled. I think Portland's going to make a little bit of a charge. Golden State's going to get better. The Timberwolves are starting to get better. Dallas, the Clippers, the Suns, all those teams, they've retooled. They're all going to get better. The Pelicans are in danger of potentially missing the playoffs. So games like this, where you're playing the Lakers on the road, LeBron's back, you probably got a better team than them, but you know you are on the road, and it's kind of approaching the All-Star break, and... All these little things, like like those are games that you have to have. Coming out of the All-Star break, you're playing at Toronto. Like That's a dicey game. It's not going to be easy. Those are the types of games that you have to have. And it's a New Orleans team that, man, how much of a disappointment would it be if they just didn't make the playoffs at all after all of the goodwill that they had built up? After all of the strong start to the year and all the excitement and all the buzz and, oh, bro, we're a basketball city now, all of that, if you just don't make the playoffs at all, I don't know that you're ever going to get that excitement back from the fans. So I think that this is a critically huge stretch of about a month and a half, two months for New Orleans. They've got to find a way to get in. I think we all understand and we all realize and we all acknowledge the fact that the Zion Williamson injury is what's hampering this team right now but you've still got to find a way to get into the playoffs. You can't just miss out. You can't just not be in the top 10. Um, And I think that for New Orleans, this is a big stretch because you've built up a lot of goodwill. You've got a lot of collateral. You've got a lot of, you know, camaraderie with your fans right now. And you don't want to lose all of that. You don't want to be in a position where, you know, you're trying to to re-earn the trust of a fan base 
that you've just gotten the trust from. So it's a big stretch for them, and hopefully they're able to make some things happen. Now, let's talk some NFL here. Uh, Derek Carr is uh, now a free agent. He got released by the Raiders yesterday before his contract deadline. I saw a whisper on social media, man, and boy, this makes me nervous, and this should make you nervous as a Saints fan too. There are whispers that Derek Carr is going to get a $200 million contract in free agency. $200 million contract in free agency. I said on yesterday's show, and I meant it, by the way, that when you get the right guy for that big high price deal, if you get a Joe Burrow, if you get a Patrick Mahomes, if you get a Josh Allen, if you get that right guy, that Justin Herbert, that once, and I don't even know that Justin Herbert's all the way there yet, but I think he's pretty close. But that once-in-a-lifetime talent, that guy that could just do whatever on the field, if you get that type of guy, there's really no amount that you could pay that'll be too much. The Chiefs gave Patrick Mahomes $500 million, and they have won every single season since giving him that deal, and they're going to win every single season for the next three, four, five, six seasons. That's just the way it works. Like, when you got that rare, like Peyton Manning, the Colts were never... 6-10 and 10 with Peyton Manning? At the absolute very least, they would go 12-4, and 11-5. Those were the bad years. The good years, they'd go 15-1, and 14-2. Like, those elite-level guys always have you in position just by their presence alone. But let me tell you something. Derek Carr ain't that, Bubba. I do believe that there are situations where sometimes a quarterback struggles and the situation is to blame more than the quarterback. I sincerely believe that. I think Dak Prescott's going to get better next year. Not be an all-world, all-pro quarterback, but I think he's going to get better next year just by not having Kellen Moore anymore. I think Kellen Moore was a dummy. The Dallas offense was so over-complicated. I think Dak's going to get better just not having Kellen Moore anymore. I think Russell Wilson next year is going to be better just because Sean Payton is there. Do I think he's going to return to his form in Seattle? No, but I think he's going to be better just by having Sean Payton there. I think that Brian Dayball made Daniel Jones into a competent starting quarterback. And as a result... I think Josh Allen took a step back because Brian Dayball wasn't his offensive coordinator anymore this past year. I think that there are things in the NFL and circumstances that dictate guys sometimes could get better or worse based on their surroundings. So on one hand, it is reasonable or plausible to say, oh, Derek Carr struggled because he didn't fit Josh McDaniels' system. But then you got to look at it a little deeper and say, well, why in the hell didn't he fit this system? You had Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL. You had Josh Jacobs, who was the NFL's leading rusher. So, like, my thing is, if you couldn't move the ball effectively and got run out of town in Las Vegas... With those weapons and with that run game, 
Why in the hell am I supposed to think you're going to be able to move the ball throwing it to Jawan Johnson all game? Andy Dalton last year, with worse weapons, had more yards per attempt than Carr, had a better touchdown-to-interception ratio than Carr, had a better win-loss record than Carr, with a much worse cast of characters. So I would be all for bringing in Derek Carr for the right situation, for the right money, for the right price. I'd be willing to pay $15, $20, $22 million a year. Five, six years, $200 million? Are you kidding me? What did he do this past season to show that he deserves that? He got chased out of Las Vegas after going 6-11. and 11. They were able to run the ball. They had a great running game. They couldn't do anything in, through the air. He threw for 3,500 yards. That's not a lot. In today's NFL, that's not a lot. You had one of the best receivers in the NFL on your team. What's stopping you from having a huge year? Why didn't that work out? Whew, I don't know, man. I'm a little nervous about this. I'm not okay with giving this dude $200 million. I get it. The Saints are desperate. I get it. They feel like they need a quarterback. I get it. They feel like they're just a quarterback away. But if you give one player that much money, it's going to take your biggest strengths away. Your defense is going to get trimmed down. It's not going to be as good. And here's what's going to happen. Your offense is going to get a little bit better, and everything else on your roster is going to get a whole lot worse. And you know where you're going to be? Exactly where you are right now, swimming in the land of irrelevancy. Schedule break. When we get back, we're going to Taylor Griffin. It's play-by-play on hey, Daily B. Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathrooms. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-770-5322. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-770-5322. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-770-5322. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-770-5322. That's 800-770-5322. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? 
adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Thibodeau. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988.
Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We are rocking out. Real Americans and Hulk Hogan music celebrating a segment where we're going to talk a whole lot of wrestling, celebrating a segment with our guy that is known for blessing America. God bless America. Taylor Griffin on the line now. Turtle, what's good, brother? How we doing? Hey, doing just fine, just fine. Just ripped my shirt off and asked <laughs> for an applause as I was flexing to everyone in the office. It's a good day. How y'all doing? Good. The old phrase back in the day was Hogan must pose. Is the phrase over at Dufresne Turtle must pose now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They know what to expect on Wednesdays whenever you call in. I got you, bro. Look, we've been chatting throughout the course of the show today about how big of a win it was for the Tarpons last night, bro. Um, they get a big one over Ellender. No one really knows like exactly the last time that South Lafouche beat them. I know that for sure they beat him once when Gibby played, and that was a long time ago. That was when Brody Williams was actually a player in the program. We're estimating 10, 11 years maybe. It's been a long time. Last night the Tarpons got it done. Big, big win. And uh, Look, it's not the same Ellender team as years past. They're not nearly as proficient, but it's still Ellender, and it still feels really good for the Tarpons. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, as far as you know, where, where my memory's going, um as far as a district win, um, yeah, I can't remember. I guess it, I guess you're right about the Gibby thing. Uh, after he was gone, which would have been Brody's junior year, I think Gibby had graduated the year before that. This would have been the 2012-2013 season with uh, Trayvon Evans and Seth Sheremy in all senior year. We beat Morgan we beat Ellender at the Morgan City tournament. We did not beat them in district, but we beat them in that tournament. Well, there you go. I didn't even realize that one. So there you go. Maybe a little more recent yeah. than I realized. Yes. It was, uh, it was I want to say, November, December of 2012 in a tournament. We won the whole tournament, and uh, we beat Ellender like in the semis or something like that. Um, as far as I know, that. That might be the most recent. I can't remember if anyone else did in between then and now. If they did, I'm sorry. Feel free to correct us. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's uh, it's been a long time. Ellender had a unique plan. They were not really pressing until the late stages. They were not playing their physical man-to-man -man defense. They were playing a, hey, we're sagging back into the paint, putting two, three, four bodies on Daniels down there, not letting him beat us. Y'all going to have to beat us from the outside. Sometimes the Tarpons handled it better than other times, but, man, it was an interesting plan, to say the least. And I thought, you know, I had Brody on earlier in the show. He said, man, we were surprised. We didn't expect that. But given the curveball that Ellender threw, I thought the Tarpons handled it pretty well. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was really weird. It was, I don't want to say it was Ellender waving the white flag and giving up. I think they just went in with a very unique Let's hit them with something they're absolutely least expecting game plan, and it was it was quite impressive. It was while it was one of the more you know it was one of the smallest Ellender teams I've ever seen, and it was one of the I don't want to say least talented because they're loaded with talent, but as far as having that standout guy that they usually, like, every couple of years, they have, like, oh, that's that dude, and the rest of the guys are some pretty reasonable, pretty good supporting cast. They didn't have – I don't think Ellender has that dude. 
the closest thing to it, I guess, would be Richard Hampton. But he just he doesn't do it for me as far as we got to focus our game plan around containing him. I think Ellender's a very balanced team talent wise. So they're just a, this is a very unique season for them to begin with. With their they don't have the standout guy that you have to plan a game around, and they weren't they weren't really tall. I don't think anyone in the game was taller than BJ, and I don't think anyone in the game was even taller than Nick Coleman, if not maybe by an inch, but no, nothing significant. So Ellender, last time we saw them, was uh, their quote-unquote home game for Ellender at Terrebonne. They brought the pressure. They played in your face. They played a little zone, played a little man, but just they played BJ straight up, nothing special, Whatever happens, happens. And if he doesn't foul out, offensively, he basically beats them by himself because he did it all as far as putting the ball in the hole. I'm not saying it wasn't a team effort, but, I mean, stats are stats. Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so, Ellender came in with a very unique game plan, as you said, and it was the strangest thing. We were trying to push the tempo a little bit. They were trying to slow it down, which is the most asinine thing I think we've ever seen or said when it comes to South Lafouche versus Ellen, the basketball. Um, and it, man, it kind of worked for a good bit of the game. It threw off the tarpons, you know, Ellen, was in a, in a 2-1-2 zone, kind of, and then sometimes it was kind of a 2-3. Sometimes they did a bit of a matchup. And if BJ was in the post opposite the ball, you know, the middleman stayed middle. And if Coleman was in the post on ball side, they played him straight up one-on-one. And then if the ball went to BJ's side while he was in the post, you had a guy in the front, a guy in the back, and a guy kind of shading over just in case. (laughs) So BJ couldn't hit anyone down because he had someone in front of him. He couldn't he couldn't kind of call for the lob for the full front. He couldn't seal him out of the lane because he had someone in back of him. There was no lob opportunities because you had that third guy kind of watching, and Ellender was content with, we dare y'all to beat us another way. Which, how about Jacob Curall? Three big blue boot behind three-pointers for the Torpids. Nick Coleman got him a nice three-pointer. Um, other things were happening and opening up and kind of forcing Ellender, like, at the end of the game, okay, guys, now we have to play our traditional Ellender basketball. we got to crank up the pressure and get steals because, yeah, it's only a one- or two-point game, but essentially the Tarpons had the Patriots right where you want them. And it put Ellender in a compromising position to where they had to start playing more desperately like they typically play and uh it was interesting to say the least um i know i'm rambling on here but like i could talk about it all day just how how shocking it was to see that ellender game plan and look this is one of the more disciplined impressive teams that i've seen like ellender doesn't have any like loose nuts or head cases this year like those guys play all together they play for each other they play for coach scott they play for ellender like there was no all about me. There was no attitude problems. There was no like arguing with officials, arguing with each other, jawing at our fans. Like that was like 
one of the best sport showcases of sportsmanship from Ellender I've ever seen. Most disciplined, stick to the plan, don't do anything stupid. Like they, I would have been happy coaching them last night. Like they, they really impressed me on a number of ways. Um, just at the end of the game, the atmosphere in the tank was a bit too much. BJ Daniels just doing BJ Daniels things was a bit too much, and the Tarpons came together and figured it out. And it was just, it was a beautiful thing to see. Props to both teams for a great basketball game last night. So, so let me ask you this, bro, because it brings up an interesting question. What's the better plan? Because we just talked about it at length of Ellen, they're shaded everything. You know, they got a guy in front, a guy in the back, a guy, you know, rovering. They got, you know, three, four bodies there trying to take him away. And he still scores 27. And while you're doing that, you're making things easier for Curell to get open. You're making things easier for Coleman to get open. So couldn't I then make an argument that it's better to just play straight up and let BJ score 40 and take everything else away as opposed to, hey, he's going to score 30 no matter what you do. So why make it easier for the other guys? Like, it's an interesting argument, and you and I could do the whole 90-minute show on this. But, like, I'm feeling like these junk defenses are not working because you're not slowing them down, and you're making it easier for the other guys to thrive in the process. I think the I think the best junk defense we saw that worked was from Homa Christian yep. this year. Everyone else, like, nothing seemed to really get done. And, yeah, I would venture to say with this particular Ellender team this season – the matchups that we saw, I think you're better off against South Lafouche in this particular season just playing traditional 32 minutes of pain, just wild kamikaze basketball, and just live and die by the turnovers you create. Because what they learned last game and what they brought to this game, they brought some good stuff with them, and they left a little bit of good stuff behind. Now, what I mean with that is... When BJ gets in the open floor and he decides he's going to go, he's just going to go. You're going to get out the way or not, he's just going to go. So Ellender last night were very disciplined and saw a lot of charge-taking opportunities, and they were successful on at least one of them. But by them not forcing the Tarps to play faster and not bringing the pressure – they created less charge opportunities with BJ with the ball in his hand. So I think if if they brought the pressure all night, I think they get BJ in foul trouble, and we may have a different result. I think that would have been the, the better game plan. Play him straight up, knowing that no one else on the tarps is going to hurt you because you're going to cause so many turnovers and so much frantic pace that, frankly – only one Tarpon player is capable of having a successful night, whereas last night you allowed the whole team to have a successful night by sitting back and daring the rest of them to beat you. I, I think I think they should have just stuck to their traditional Ellender game plans last night. That's, that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, and we could certainly debate and discuss that until the cows come home. Um, Let's talk about this for a second. Uh, let's talk a little bit of New Orleans Pelicans. A little bit of a somber note. Um, Zion Williamson re-aggravates the hamstring. 
He's now he was supposed to get reevaluated after the All Star break and maybe come back right away after that. I'm hearing that his timeline is now pushed way back and he may not come back again this season at all. Bro, you said this about The Rock a couple of weeks ago when you came on. You said, hey, it's cool, I'm excited about it, but at some point you lose interest and just get this idea that it's never going to happen. Are we at that point with Zion where we're like, we got to understand and realize like he's never going to be an 82-game dude. Like He's going to be NBA Brock Lesnar. When he's there, let's enjoy it, but let's know it's not going to last very long. Uh, that that's an interesting take. Um, I think you may be on to something. I I've lost count. I don't know if we're on strike two, strike two and a half, or strike three, or whatever. I feel like we got to give them one more chance. At this point, when do we start to question and hold accountable Pelicans training staff? Yes. Like, is this, is he just being mishandled and mistreated? I don't know. And look, I'm not knocking these other people's medical profession. And like, I, no, I obviously cannot do a better job. Before any, any listeners ask that stupid question, I know. But this is a sports talk show and this is a sports debate. And I don't know, there's no more sports conversation left for Zion. He's more of a medical case than a sports case at this point. I mean, this is like the Dolphins training staff clearing Tua this year. Everyone in America asked, you know, maybe maybe we need to look that way. I think we're just about at the point where is the, is the Pelicans training staff doing the best job? Like, what's going wrong here? Is it the surgeries? Is it the rehab? Is it he's wearing the wrong shoes? Like, we need someone to spend a million dollars on this dude to just make sure he's walking right at this point. Make sure he's running and jumping right. Is he getting the best support for his just freak of nature feet and muscles and legs? Like, there's got to be – he's obvious – and I mean this positively, all the compliments in the world. He is a freak of nature that we've never seen before the combination of size and athletic ability. I mean, the closest thing we've seen to it is LeBron, but LeBron's not beefy like Zion. LeBron's not just a Ray Lewis-sized, Brock Lesnar-sized freak of nature that could jump and fly like this. Like, it's Zion is, we've never seen anything like him. Do we need a more special specialist? Do we need the greatest sports scientists in the world to study this dude? I think it's time to just stop using basic, good enough Pelicans and Oshner training staff to evaluate this guy. I think that's. I think we're at the last straw with that. Yeah, it's it's really getting scary. Let, let's talk about a more positive basketball note. Nichols gets a huge win against Southeastern, and they've now won three in a row. They're eight and four in the conference, which is currently alone in third. Um, man, and their schedule sets up beautifully. They are, A, not leaving Louisiana again at any point in the season. B, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six of their last seven at home, where, oh, yeah, they're undefeated. And the only road game in that stretch is against New Orleans, who's the last place team in the conference. 
I said this yesterday. You're going to be favored in all of your last seven games. You've got a great shot, Taylor, to go and win that regular season championship, get those double buys. Like, it could not be sitting more perfectly for Nichols. And then, oh, yeah, like the competition is really not even all that great. You got a huge one with Corpus Christi tomorrow. Then you play Incarnate Word, who's middle of the pack. You still got to play Houston Christian, Lamar, New Orleans. Like, you're going to be heavily favored in the majority of your games coming home. You've got a great shot to put yourself in great position going into Lake Charles. You're absolutely right, man. Uh, while I've never seen – I haven't seen a Nichols game in person on the road this year. I've watched enough of them on ESPN Plus to just, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm not inside the locker room. I'm not at practice. But something just doesn't click on the road for these guys. It's They're terribly inconsistent on the road. Now, look, I, like you mentioned, they got the huge win on the road at Southeastern, which was – Frankly, at this point, just not expected with the way they've been playing on the road. I think they're finally clicking and finding it. And like you said, man, they're virtually untouchable at home. This is going to be an exciting end to the season. I mean, I would not be shocked at all if they just go undefeated the rest of the year and go into that conference tournament, as you said, number one seed, double bye. I mean, the table is set. All the really, really difficult challenges are out of the way. The tough teams on the road, the tough games just that are simply tough because they're on the road, it's over with. Like, you have a beautiful table set for you, and, man, I uh, the, the Colonels are so freaking good at home. They just bully teams. They just they outplay them. They out-talent them. They run them out the gym. They simply win games because they're better than you. And, like, there's just an extra level of comfort and an extra level of noise. And, uh, man, I, I can't say enough good things about them. Like, they'll gamble on steals and, you know, if they'll, they'll gamble on blocks. They'll, they'll do all these things that some teams just can't do and can't sustain for an entire game. But it's like... We don't care if we give up 70 because we're going to score 84. Like, we're, we're just that much better than you in all aspects. So we're going to gamble and get our Showtime dunks, and we're going to shoot NBA threes because we're freaking nickels, and you're not. Like, that's that's what it's like playing in Stouffer Gym this year for these guys. And I I can't wait to be there for all of the games. It's, it's an awesome gig to have right now. <laughs> I didn't realize this until I saw the stat posted on social media. And look, we talk about Huffman a ton because he's incredible. We talk about Latrell Jones a ton because he's incredible. Manny Littles has 1,000 collegiate points and 1,000 collegiate rebounds. And then you go to Delcadia, who, look, at the beginning of the season, and if someone at Nichols is listening, I hope they don't take offense to this, dude was just a big spaz. Like, he really wasn't doing a whole lot. But now he's, like, gotten better control of his body and, like, he understands the league and the team and what his role is. He played 25 minutes on Saturday against Southeastern. Six points, 10 rebounds, four steals, two assists, and maybe was the best player on the floor other than Huffman. Like, he was diving all over, making things happen. Like, they've got a, a level of grit, bro. Like, last year's team scored a lot. They were great on offense. They could push the ball. Ty Garden scoring from everywhere. Latrell Jones scoring from everywhere. But let's be honest. 
They were kind of soft a little bit. They didn't like to guard a whole lot. This year's team likes to guard, and I think that's the difference. When they get to that conference tournament, they could win multiple ways this year, bro, and I think that's going to be the advantage. Yeah, yeah. They are some just absolute pit bulls on defense. Like, they, they seem to take a lot more pride in it this year. And as you mentioned, I'm going to echo what you said about Delcadia, man. Look, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm not. I don't have the the website in front of me. Did did he not like transfer down from UNLV? Yeah. Like, okay, so he's from Italy. Um, ends up at UNLV. Um, as you and I have learned, um, he's still he's still not like a hundred percent awesome in the English language yet and it took him a little bit of time to adjust to the Southland Conference style and the Stouffer Gymnasium atmosphere he's adjusted, he's ready man he is an absolute dog out there he is fun to watch, he's fun to cheer for, you can comfortably start him at this point and get more than half of a game out of him, whereas you used to just kind of throw him in for 10 minutes at a time to give other guys relief. Now you could use him as a main piece and trust that he's got it down packed now. He's made his adjustments. He's comfortable. He's He is ready to roll, whereas, yeah, earlier in the year he wasn't quite ready to roll. Like, he is full head of steam. He's – He's holding the rope. He's at the front of the line with in the main mix now. Like he's, I'm really, really happy for him and proud of the progress he's made. He's he's a great asset to Colonel Basketball now. Let's talk some WWE before we let you go, man. Um, Sammy and Cody came together. There were all these concerns of all. Oh, are they going with the wrong main event for WrestleMania? How are they going to intertwine the two stories? Well. They didn't avoid it. They just attacked it head on. They got the two guys in the ring together for a promo on Monday Night Raw. And Cody's message basically was, hey, my job at WrestleMania is to finish my story. And then he challenged Sammy. He said, hey, you go finish yours this Saturday at Elimination Chamber. And then he said, hey, I hope to see you at WrestleMania. The next time I see you, hopefully he's at WrestleMania. I made the comment to you yesterday that I thought there was maybe a chance that Sammy beat Roman on Saturday. I've kind of backed off of that. I don't. I think that's an exaggeration. I don't think that's actually going to happen. But boy, they've got that little bit of seed in the back of everybody's mind now. Maybe this isn't impossible. Maybe they're going to be able to keep this going for a while. Um, I'm fired up for the weekend, bro. Elimination Chamber usually is a wasted pay-per-view. Let's be honest. It's usually... The, the champion in the chamber, you know he's going to win because he's going off to WrestleMania, whatever it may be. It's usually a wasted pay-per-view. This is not a wasted pay-per-view. This is going to be a big roar. Sammy's going to get one of the biggest pops we've seen in a long time, and that story is going to get another chapter added to it, and I am fired up. Yes. It, this, this is not your typical Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. This is... The story that they're carrying with them is absolutely on fire right now. And the, the, the two stories intertwining is keeping it interesting. So there's just enough belief. They're dangling just enough bait in front of our faces to make us believe, man, what if he does? What if they completely flip the script on us and it's Sammy versus Cody at WrestleMania? What if? 
And you know, you know how you know this is super interesting? Everyone's saying, what if this happens, and they're living with this belief that it could? No one's stopping and saying, well, what are they going to do with Roman at WrestleMania? Who cares? Right. That's how awesome the intertwining stories are. Like, if Sammy were to win an elimination chamber and then take that to WrestleMania to go against Cody, like, no one's going to be disappointed. No one's going to be shocked. Like, you're talking about a huge blockbuster event. And they'll figure something out with Roman, but no one's even worried. Like, it's that's how special it is. Now, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not, but I guarantee you what will happen, you're going to get more bloodline drama. You're going to get more Uso drama. You're going to get Sammy's about to get a clean win, and someone's going to interrupt, and it's going to be another big, unexpected, shocking pop. Things are going to turn for the worse. Yeah, which which still leaves the door open. You're tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of talking about it. But a boy can dream. Still leaves the door open. What if the whole freaking bloodline turns on Roman Reigns and ensures Sammy wins at Elimination Chamber? Now Roman Reigns is pissed off grabs the mic, throws a tantrum, wants people to acknowledge him. The whole family just turned on him. He's trying to remind them that I am the tribal chief. I am this. I am that. How could y'all turn your backs on me? I own you. Whatever it is. And then the Rock's music hits. I mean, it could happen. It, It could. It's not out of reach. It may be ridiculous, but... All these articles about The Rock saying he's not ready could just be part of the story. Could just be them hiding it and wanting the genuine shock and surprise. Especially since, you know, there's a new sheriff in town running things backstage. Uh, maybe they just been messing with us the whole time. You can't. That's what makes this story so gripping right now, so compelling, is they leave you enough hope. They, it's not it's not predictable anymore. They leave you just enough hope, like man, maybe something absolutely incredible could happen again. Something shocking could happen again, and that's why we keep watching every week. And you know what's crazy, dude? And I'll leave you with this because I know we've run a little bit long. Like they do these press conferences now after all the pay per views or premium live events, whatever the hell they're called now. And like Hunter goes out of his way to answer those types of questions. And he said after the last pay-per-view, the rumble, like, oh, yeah, like, Rock's not ready. Like, he, he's not coming back. And and to me, it's almost like, as you just said, like a toy or a tease because he's in the position in WWE to where, like, he could just say nothing. He could ignore that. He could avoid that. He could not have that conversation. For him to go out of his way to say no, this wrestling, brother, leads you to leads you to believe, like, He's lying. He's just, he's just making that up, and they're trying to swerve everybody. Because, look, and, and you and I talked about this, the idea that one of the most fit people in the world is not in shape? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. 
I mean, he's he's got all the money in the world that he could imagine. He if he had made one phone call, he could have a full WWE size ring delivered to his house and built in a temporary building like in a month maybe less maybe a week he could be taking bumps and training and just like hey this is a no camera zone this is a no social media zone like we really really pulling off the surprise and no one would be surprised that the surprise worked you know like why would Triple H go out of his way to say it's not happening you know he's Maybe he's just in character. Maybe this is all part of the swerve, as you said. I would not be shocked at all. Oh, very crazy. Well, look, brother, thanks so much for the time. Sorry we ran a little bit long. Maybe ate a little bit into your lunch break some. You have a great rest of the day, partner. Hey, it's all good, man. Happy to be a part of it. And as always, go Tarts and God bless America. That is Taylor Griffin doing an excellent job, as always. We run long with him sometimes. Hell, we ran so long today that... We're not going to get to our mailbag. We're going to do our mailbag tomorrow. So if you still got a question or two for me, um, get it to me. I promise you we will do our mailbag tomorrow. It actually works out better for me. I didn't have a whole lot planned for tomorrow's show, so now I can throw the mailbag into that and we'll make it happen. We'll get our betting picks at the bottom of the show here and wrap up. First, a commercial break. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274 DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3-2 stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's Rev. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. One more segment to go on play-by-play. Hopefully you guys are able to understand me a little bit better today. I'm actually speaking a whole lot better. I got my voice back overnight. Still a little bit raspy, still a little bit hoarse, but we're doing much, much better today. We want to thank the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results, and Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South LaFouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Got some betting picks here. Then we'll get out of Yonda. Um, wrap up today's show. We want to thank Brody Williams and Taylor Griffin for the time. The turtle and I ran a little long. Sorry, it's WrestleMania season. We're gonna, you know, yuck it up with the Taylor with, with the turtle and uh, do middle school boy stuff. <laughs> you know what's ironic is I didn't really know Taylor in middle school, um, but if I would have, he and I would have been buds, and that conversation that we just had there would have been us in middle school talking about wrestling and basketball and everything in between um so hope you all enjoyed that our betting picks today i like over 216 and a half for the 76ers and the cavaliers tired of saying it every time the 76ers over under total is under 220 i'm taking over every single time the 76ers are not proficient defensively um and even when they do play pretty good defense, they play with a lot of pace. They they are very efficient offensively. So I think that they're going to push the tempo, and I think they're going to get that number over 216 against a Cleveland team in the final night before the All-Star weekend. Um, I like tonight. Um, uh, Let's see. Boy, I don't like that one as much as I thought I did. Let's go Brooklyn, minus one over the Heat. I like the Nets. Um. The Nets, to me, are an interesting team because they sold, right? Like, you get rid of Durant, you get rid of Kyrie. They sold their assets, um, but they're still good. They're still talented. They still got dudes that could play. So, I like them to get the win over Miami tonight. They've got some good pieces. They've got some stingy pieces. They've got some guys who could compete, and I like them in that one. I like um, over 234 for the Pelicans and the Lakers tonight. I think that the that one's going to be a shootout. I think both teams will be able to score at one another. LeBron is back in the lineup, so give me the over in that one. College basketball, I'll give you a game or two here, and then we'll get out of here. Um, I like 
Under 160.5 for Marquette and Xavier. That's just too many points for my fancy. Um, let's see. Tonight, I also like in college basketball. Um, over 127 for Virginia and Louisville. I think Virginia is going to carry that total. And then I like Vermont and New Hampshire to go over 132.5. So those are our picks for our college games, pro games, everything in between. And we hope everybody has some good luck out in Vegas. Thanks to everybody for listening. Sorry we didn't get to the mailbag. I could have still done it. I just didn't want to rush it, man. Like, I didn't want to, you know, get to our questions and only be able to half answer them or, you know, be short-winded. That's, no, man, you guys take your time to send the questions. I want to make sure we get them right. Uh, So we'll do that tomorrow. I'll dedicate a lot of time to that tomorrow. Let's wrap up today's show. Have a great rest of the day. Tomorrow we'll break down some opening round girls basketball playoff results and we'll preview where some of our local teams on the boys' side may be headed. You've been listening to Play by Play. Have a tremendous rest of the day, everybody. God bless. Y'all take care. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM.